Are you, any relation? Because um, kind of fifty percent relation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, my daughter finally likes us. Yeah. So finally, finally, she's God, part she's, of the show. Not today. Not this week, at least. Right. Thank goodness your your <laughs> wife is there to babysit for the next. Yeah. <sighs> hour and a half, two have, hours. It's good to have ladies, you know, around. If they, we need they, to do masterful editing, it's only because there was a meltdown, yes. there was an injury, or there's a poopy diaper. But you guys won't hear that because your good friend Mike is a masterful editor. Masterful. Masterful. After I mean, he I mean, masturbates, I... he masterfully edits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 078, right? Wow. Yeah, 078 of The Skinny with Mock and Adam. I gotta stop saying wow at the end of every every number. <laughs> it's like, okay, I agree. Adam, when was Super Bowl 78? Is that um, in the future? Yeah, because this is Super Bowl 48. <laughs> oh, okay. Up, so, so we, we got, got 30 more years. 30 more years to go. <laughs> 20, who's going to play Super 34. Bowl? Who's going to play Super Bowl 78? Um, the Robot Niners. <laughs> <laughs> and... The and the versus the Raiders versus the Raiders, yeah. right? <laughs> Same team, <laughs> right? Any predictions for a Super Bowl this year? Um, well, since the Chargers got knocked out, as I predicted last year, yeah, or last week. Um, well, we're recording this on Saturday, so keep yes. that in mind, folks. So yeah. this this will change by Monday, I'm sure. We'll see how close. It, I mean, last year I said it was going to be the Broncos and the Seahawks. Yes. Now this year it could be the Broncos and the Seahawks. Very much so. So I think I don't know. I can't tell if if. If if Tom Brady or Peyton Manning is due for a Super Bowl, that's true. But, Who won last year? Um, what what were the Patriots playing last year? They lost to the Ravens. That's right. In the AFC okay. game, and then the Ravens ended up beating the Forty ers in the Super Bowl. Ah, that's right. Yes. So I think Brady is on his way out, and I think Peyton Manning will win in New England. Oh, ah, okay. And it'll be Broncos Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. So it'll be the Super Bowl Forty Seven I always dreamed of. Ooh, but um, yeah. If the if for some reason the Seahawks don't make it, I will be very very surprised. Oh, interesting. Well, we'll be talking a little bit more about the Super Bowl later in today's show. But first, I want to let you guys know that we're part of the Podbender Network over www.podbender.com. Don't forget to check out that website and check out some of their great shows. Uh, you know, some back catalog stuff, of course, because they're still not updating uh, their 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 original content. But oh. get on that. Has, I haven't even looked for a, cho- a Tuesdays with Chad. Yeah, Bango does that. Who, who's yeah. uh, who's one of the prominent members? Uh, Soul Crushing Radio, right? And uh, yeah, so I, I really wish those shows would come back. If you're listening, <laughs> come on. Generation Oddcast posts new ones. I yeah, unfortunately can't say I've been catching up with them. But oh, you, I have. You listen to them. I, I, I listen to them each week every time right. because I mean that's the only Podbender show besides us that's coming out. But we, wow. our show's not posted on that website anymore. Except the Devil's Advocates, of course. Yes, and they have an their... auto thing that like auto automatically posts on their thing. I think it's okay. like a. Well, and they're on a whole new network now. Yes. Pod Awful. So now their show is littered with commercials. That's right. So I don't really know how to take that. I know... By the way, guys, so today, this, this week's episode of the Skinny's Mike and I is brought to you by Audible.com. I don't know. Did you know that you can sign up for a free audio book? I don't know how it works. Neither do I. Anyway, guys, so we got a lot of show to get to this week. So let's go ahead and jump into the feed. Oh, yeah. By the way, like, uh, like, uh, like comment, and subscribe to us on, on iTunes. And let's go into the feed.
All right, Adam. Oh. So, uh, first story, new story in the feed this week. It turns out, uh, you know, I, I think we're all aware that uh, Bruno Mars is going to be uh, heading the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Uh, but reportedly, uh, joining him is going to be uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And reportedly, he asked them. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but it's good. You have to get somebody in their fifties. Yes, at the Super Bowl show. I guess Bruce Springsteen was probably tied up somewhere. Yeah, else, yeah. it seems like Bruce Springsteen is the only one that should be asked to do the Super Bowl. That's show. That's true. He's, he's I mean, like giant stadium guy. Yeah, old people love him. Young people, if if you like, I don't know the Gaslight <laughs> Anthem music, then you like. Bruce I, that's what I'm afraid of, that I would be like a <laughs> total Bruce Springsteen fanboy if he I was to listen. Music, man. I'm just, I'm 18 a, albums, though. That's true. But I'm, I'm just saying, he has great, he's, he has great music. Um, so now the Chili Peppers, who are pushing 50, um, they're going to be there. And it makes sense. And they're going to probably sound not so great. Adam, are they going to have to change their lyrics around to appeal to a wider audience? What, what, um, what kind of lyrics would they have to sing? They don't, like... They're really not that bad. Instead of uh, what I got you got to get it, put it in you, would they have right. to change those lyrics around? To something that the Simpsons told them to change <laughs> Damn it, around? Damn it, Adam! To- <laughs> you're, 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 you're breaking the illusion here. All I want to do is stick it in you. Yes. That's what he's going to change it to. Okay. Not, <laughs> not all I want is what I want to hug and kiss you. Right. <laughs> it's so fucking cold. Let me put it in you. Yes. <laughs> because, I like that better. Yeah, yes. They're, they're going to be in New Jersey and it's going to be really chilly. It's still the polar day. vortex and everything. Right. <laughs> right. It might be. So kudos to the Chili Peppers. We look I look forward? forward to how they will be skewered because with it's a, the Super Bowl and they haven't been good in many no, years. And they all, the musical guest always gets made fun of in one way or another. That's right. So why not destroy one of the bands that I like? Finally, <laughs> after all these years, <laughs> you, you always you always claim that uh, Metallica should 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 seriously. I think they're do the one, huh? the next one. They've, you think I, uh, they would? That, you think that would ever happen? They've played in Antarctica. That's true. Nobody else has ever the played next, in Antarctica. Then no one no one has ever played in all seven continents and the Super Bowl. Right. So and it's really it's just really surprising that they haven't because they could play their little medley of hits yeah and every football fan would just be like fucking Metallica yeah but and I wonder because I because they always try to build a Super Bowl as like oh it's the family friendly show because not, everybody watches it not if the Chili Peppers are invited that's true the Chili Peppers are not a family friendly band yeah but they have hit you know that, that song that's about heroin I mean that some people <laughs> think that's a nice song which one to listen, uh, <laughs> under the bridge oh yeah. Some people think that's like, oh, that's a, what a nice, what, what a nice <laughs> no, friendly song. <laughs> no, I'm just surprised that people haven't started joking about them like playing naked with oh, socks right. on we sh- when it's 30 degrees totally outside. <laughs> Put socks around their penis. Hopefully, there will be a, a, a wardrobe mal- malfunction. Oh, hopefully, we're, we're due for one. We haven't I had one since so. Janet Jackson. That was in 2004. Janet Jackson's got ugly tits. I think everybody knows that by now, so yeah. we don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Too All many right. painful memories from the early aughts. <laughs> All right, man. So speaking of somebody who has nice tits, Kim Kardashian was in the news uh-huh. last week, and her husband, right? Are they married, or are they just Yes. Gay? Okay, and Wait, her husband. Are they? I, I think no they're idea. engaged. I don't think they're married. I don't know. I can't keep track. I don't keep track either. <laughs> I don't watch the TMZs or, or the E's or the soups. Right. You watch the soup. I do, yeah. and they haven't mentioned anything about them getting married. Okay, so I'm going to assume that they're, <laughs> they're just engaged right now. But uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West were in the news this week. And surprisingly, 
I, I don't have anything mean to say about Kanye West because I would probably do the same thing. Right. So uh, TMZ reports that Kim Kardashian was visiting a Beverly Hills Medical Center earlier last week. And she had to get through a scrum of paparazzi to get there. And according to the story, an 18-year-old bystander approached Kim and said, and said, oh, I'm going to do this in my, in my best gangster impression. Please do. <laughs> Fuck these faggot-ass niggas. Mm. When, Kim, when Kim told him not to use that particular term, the guy responded, Fuck you, bitch. I'm just trying to help you. Fuck you, nigga lover, stupid slut. <laughs> so apparently Makilla was there in, uh, in, in really Beverly Hills. Yeah. I mean, Makilla's not 18. He might be, he might be at 18. I don't know. We never asked him his age. I know. So and then Kanye, like, assaulted so, him, I So guess. Uh, when Kanye arrived, he and Kim went into the office. It was a chiropractor's office, it turns out, where Kim had seen the guy enter after his outburst. The story says that the couple saw the young man in the waiting room where Kanye punched him. And Kim told him that they had the whole exchange on tape. The office massage therapist broke up the fight, and the teenager said that he wants to press charges. We'll just see how this develops. And a uh, little update on this story. Kanye is already has a charge pending because he assaulted a paparazzo not too long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so keep but stacking one, them, I guess. We'll this one, I'm going to hope. Dropped. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want this to totally get dropped because I, I, I would totally do the same thing. He is God. So. He is God. <laughs> Did you know there's a... I just learned this this last week. Did you know there's a whole like serious religion based on... Uh, Kanye West? It's not surprising. That is, I, they, we finally they, found the one true faith. Juggalo West. <laughs> West Juggalos. It's a little, it's a little combination of Juggaloism. Mm. And <laughs> I wonder what they would call themselves. The the, the Yeezuses? Kanye Bound and Down. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> you should get into the business of naming religions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so next story in the feed. Last week, uh, uh, during our On the Play session, I mentioned that this band's album... Was uh, one of the ones that I was really looking forward to, like my, you know, my top three list. But Taking Back Sunday has officially uh-huh. released uh, info on their next album, and it's going to be called Happiness Is. That's going to be dropping on March 18th via their new, uh, their new uh, label, Hopeless Records, which Thrice started off on. Okay. Cool. Uh, so in, in, in addition to that, they also released their their new single single called Flicker Fade, and you're able to purchase that in the link down below. You can purchase that on iTunes as well as pre-order. The entire album. Or so, just listen to it on or, SoundCloud. Yeah, on SoundCloud or YouTube. But <laughs> if you don't have the 99 cents to spare. <laughs> well, you know, apparently a lot of people do. So I'm just going <laughs> to... Damn you, Pete Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> so have, anyway. you had a, have you had a chance to listen to Flickr? Yes. Yeah. Now, Mike posted that he came. I came. Um, I did not... I came on, 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 uh, I came on the uh, announcement of the album. Okay. Think. Yeah. So when That's you listen to the song... I, when I listened was to that just song, during the cleanup the process? semen just came back into it because <laughs> it wasn't not that great of a song. It wasn't anything that stood out to me. It wasn't too special, but it's not a bad song though. In the way that, like, I hope you suffer from AFI. Yes. like just kicked you in the balls and yeah, like fuck yes. When Take It Back Sunday uh, started releasing the songs for their self-titled release in uh, 2011, uh, they started off with the opening track, uh, which I can't remember. But it was a, it was the most aggressive track on the album and El that, Paso. Yeah, El Paso. Yeah. Wow. And that, that one got everybody upset, like, oh, what happened to my Taking Back Sunday sound? <laughs> uh, idiots, because yes. people are idiots. Well, I don't know. I, I hope I hope this uh, this song is not, like, you know, uh, you know, in- encompassing, like, all the songs on the album. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm, I'm nervous, hoping for a good album, because yes. the last album was very good. Um, but we've seen a lot of bands at this stage of their career That's true. start to go down a certain path. Technically, this is like a new band because they've had various lineup changes and this is like the... That's true. This is the third 
record with this lineup. Okay, that's yeah. true. So, um, uh, and, and and as much as I like the 2011 self-titled release, it did sound like they were kind of unfamiliar with each other because they just got back together and then they mm-hmm. went straight into the studio. But that was and recorded the everything. the original band, right? Yes. Like all the all the people who were on the first Taking Back Sunday album. Correct. Yes. For whatever the name of that one was. Uh, Tell all your friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which was released the 10 year anniversary last year. Yeah. So now they're getting into their 30s, mid-30s maybe. Yeah, mid-30s. They're about. all getting fatter. Yes. As you can see with these <laughs> bands as they get into their mid-30s. Everybody's Stop drinking, everybody. <laughs> it's really... Alcohol uh, is not good for the stomach. Oh, man. It's like, that's how you can tell if a band has been around for a long time or not, <laughs> just based on their... Just their, their weight. Their weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dustin Kensrue was getting pretty chubby when I they... Know, but he was quit. chunky even back in that's the early true, days. Yeah. His weight always fluctuated. Like, really? Yeah, throughout the years. I was like, oh, he lost a lot of weight in, during Bisu. And then the video for Visu came out, and I was like, oh, we gained nailed it back. Well, <laughs> either way, we'll see what happens with this one they have nobody that they need to impress anymore except themselves and they did write like a whole like this was the most incredible recording process of any album we've ever done i I was going to ask you if they've done that with other albums in the past we recorded it in this place and that place and uh, in the suburbs of pittsburgh and they they did did record uh in various places for the 2011 uh self-titled release uh i think that was only Two or three studios that they recorded on. Uh, one of them was El Paso, of course, and that's where that song came from. Uh, yeah, I, was, I haven't really been following the development of this album, but it, I'm, I'm really interested in it because I'm hoping that enough time has gone by where they're now re- where they've refamiliarized themselves with each other and they're able to write more dynamic stuff and they'll have more of what makes Taking Back Sunday such a great band, like the the dual vocals, which they kind of mm-hmm. touched upon in the in their last album. But they didn't do as much as I thought they were going to. So maybe this one was going to... There's a lot of dual vocals in Flicker Fade. So oh, during the choruses, at least. notice. I should listen to it again. Yeah. No, I'll just wait till the album comes yeah, out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> One's enough. I'll absorb it in March. All right, man. So final story in the feed. This is the kind of sad news, depending on who you're talking to. Not so sad if you're Mike or Adam, but uh, figured it was important enough for us to uh, talk about. Right. Anyway, uh... Anne Berlin, uh, an alternative rock band that we talked about Who a lot of times. hit it big in 2008 with the song they recorded in 2005. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it got re-released on another album and because people do that. I don't think any other song got super famous for them. but Impossible, I heard, did really well. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, Anne Berlin uh, released a video to their fans this past week. Stating that uh, they're going to release one more album in 2014, have one more world tour, and then finally call it a day. Take a break. And be on Warp Tour. Which and be on Warp Tour. That's part of the so that's part of the plan. They yeah. never seemed like a very Warp Tour-y kind of band. They've been on there before. So, I don't know. They're pushing 30 now? I think they're well past 40. I don't think they've 40. gotten... They've, they well, haven't well gotten past 30. No, I think they're... <laughs> From what I've seen in their live footage, they actually put on a good show. So okay. they get their cardio in. So okay, <laughs> I would love to see them live. Well, we well well we'll see. We'll see about June. Yeah. But um, so I'm not like super disappointed about this. It took they me a long a good, time to get through all of their discography. They had a good run. Like Never Take Friendship Personal from 2005 was my favorite album from them. Yeah, they released several good songs. Their earlier stuff then. is definitely their best, I'd say. Yeah, Vital was pretty cool. That was a 2012 Yeah, album. and then it never released like a bad album. They yeah. released albums with a few good songs, but never like a really bad album. Very anything, much so. like Radiohead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, they a few good songs and 
this band's this this band has had a pretty good career uh, throughout their how long have they been around? Maybe twelve years. Well, the first album I think was oh three. Okay, so, so eleven, 11 years, years going on. Yeah. So yeah, so they've had a pretty good run. They in front of Red, they had a really strong loyal fan base. So mm-hmm. good on this band, and it, it, I, I always thought it's good for bands to announce their breakup ahead of time and do one last hurrah. So that, that they're doing it the right way, the same way uh, Thrice did. Yeah, exactly. Are any of these guys going off to front a church? I don't know. <laughs> well, they they keep getting billed as a Christian band, so I know. maybe they are like hardcore like, Christian. We're not a Christian band. We just happen to be Christian, and our lead singer's last name is Christian. Christian yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I, I don't even know. Maybe some of these members will go on to write new bands. It's, we'll see. Their video. We'll see. They're really short videos, like maybe two or three minutes long. But they just kind of say, you know, it's just kind of time for the band to end. We've been at this for many years now, and. It's time for us to move on, man. Take a break. Raise our families. So that was a delicious gluten-free granola bar that I had that had very little flavor. Yes. (laughs) It had no flavor, actually. And you got some over on your wife's side of the bed. Some on your dresser. That's it so yeah. far, I think. And there's there's just a lot on the dresser. There so might I'm be some saying. in the drawer where I keep my condoms. Maybe. Maybe. Just you, for you, an energy boost. Yeah, energy boost right, in before, between. right before you destroy your wife's pussy. Right. You got to destroy <laughs> Anyway, guys. Uh, uh, for the past several weeks, we've been talking a lot. I mean, it's been going on since the show's been... Since the shows existed, we always talk a lot about the, you know, some musicians, some entertainers, some artists who kind of get in trouble with the law, or they say really awful things, or they rape babies, or they hire hits <laughs> on their wives. Uh, right. <laughs> so and for some reason, Mike has heard most of these bands. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I follow the current music scene, and I think it's right. kind of my unofficial job to follow all these bands and make sure I'm, I'm up to date on this. You know, it'll be your official job. One day, now, it'll be, hopefully. Unofficial. It's my unofficial job. But anyway, I wanted to talk to Adam, have a little ca- candid discussion about it. Like, Is it okay to listen to the arts and the works of people, regardless of their personal lives and their personal troubles and mm. and their personal beliefs, in a way? Because you know, it's not just music. I mean, just recently... There was a big uh, hubbub over the movie Ender's Game because the author of the book, Orson Scott Card, he's a he's a total fucking homophobe. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, people were like, oh, we're not going to watch the movie because Orson Scott Card's a fucking douchebag. So, I mean, but even though if you read the book, there's none of that stuff is in the book. Hmm. So it's weird, too. So, I mean, well, I mean, do you have any uh, initial thoughts on this when I, when I talk about it? Well, my initial thought is I have no thought. <laughs> is it? It's it's, it's 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 interesting trying to think about it because I mean, l- well, let's take a recent example like uh, for Lost Profits. That was a horrible fucking thing that right, happened right. to the legacy of Lost Profits. I mean, there were a lot of Lost Profit fans, uh, and, and you know, they're forever unclean now. Forever unclean, <laughs> and, and it's interesting seeing uh, you know or listening to like you know the the court hearings and stuff and, and all the all the court details of Ian Watkins and all the horrible things he did to little children and the, and these women and raping and raping the babies and this stuff. This discussion is making me hungry for a granola bar. So mm, gonna... Go for it, man. Mmm, <laughs> mm, baby rape. 
<laughs> well, anyway, like there, you you have to imagine. I mean, I've never been a big like Lost Prophets fan, but I have listened to their music in the past, and it's it's got to be interesting, at least to say the least, to listen to it and not think about any of that stuff. Is it is it ever hard? Is it, is it ever hard to like uh, to to uh, distance yourself from that? Have you ever had this problem, mm. like with any of the music that you listen to, or any movies that you've liked, or anything well, like that? Luckily, none of my rock gods have been pedophiles. True. So I haven't had to do that yet. That you know but of. But I guess <laughs> if you look at Axl Rose. Axl Rose is a fucking douche nugget. Yes. Douche canoe, Who if you might know. be homophobic. At least he was back in the 80s. I don't mm-hmm. know what he's like now. Everybody was in the 80s. But when I was like, Guns N' Roses is the greatest band ever, everybody's like, oh, Axl's such an idiot and such an asshole and stuff. Like I was defending him. Yeah, be like he's not that bad, guys. You don't understand. They treated him really badly, and Slash was a dick to him. And like I would, <laughs> I was totally like, and making excuses as to why Chinese democracy wasn't coming out. He's still working on it. He's got a lot of problems. And I, I know, I know at the at the VMAs he was wearing a football jersey with cornrows and sounded like shit. But it wasn't his fault. It was the microphone, <laughs> and he didn't have a mirror, <laughs> so we couldn't see what he looked like. And his Botox is just. It's just facial cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Adam. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of you know people who apologize for artists. I think it's just because they're fans of the music, and it's kind of a shame when you let that blind you. I mean, it's how, how do you where do you draw the line though? Wait, what, and also, like he was, he had been arrested for domestic violence. Oh yeah, there's that too. His wife. Yeah. Back pre Chris Brown, so it, and pre TMZ. Yeah. So it, it would have been everywhere, I guess, even more so. If it, TMZ had been around, oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but like, where do you draw the line? Like, depending, I mean, because you 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 apologize for them because you like their music, right? But where do you where where's the line drawn? I, I know that I know that changes for each person. I mean, being a douchebag, okay, I can get it. You're just mm-hmm. an asshole. But like, but like, the line is drawn when they stop making good music. Okay, <laughs> and I was gonna make that point too. Like, I, I I this this question is a lot easier to make when the music is shitty. For example, like Ronnie Radke. Ronnie Radke was there you go. was sent to jail because uh, or because he broke probation for uh, for being involved in the death of an 18 year old boy. And Craig Mabbitt was apparently surprised and shocked. Yes, exactly. Like, what? He's going to jail for a long time. Oh no! What am you I going to do? I'm going to have to join his band. <laughs> I'm going to have to take his place <laughs> and then make fun of him <laughs> on, on stage. <laughs> And yeah, wonder so, why they all hate me. And, and it, but when it comes to like Ronnie Radke, who we already know his music is fucking shitty, so we're not going to listen to it anyway. I mean, so I mean, that decision is made for us for, by right. the artist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to bands like uh, As I Lay Dying, or um, who were like not great but respectable, they were respectable metalcore band, and they, right. and they definitely had their fan base. I'm definitely not a huge metalcore guy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of metalcore music that I do like. As I lay down, he's not one of them. Right. But, uh, I mean, you got to respect them for, as musicians. Maybe part of it is my notion of not giving mentally ill people money. Yeah, which you don't as anyway. As soon as they get money, then suddenly they turn into entitled D-bags. That's true. Who can just do whatever they want. Like send hits out on their wife. Right. Yeah. And feel like, I'll get away with this, and I have no conscience whether <laughs> I did this or not. And sure. Just because I have kids with her, like, what's the problem? <laughs> it's going to cost me money in the long run, <laughs> so I better kill her. See, do you think there's any like kind of guilt associated with people? Like, let's say you're a, you're an As I Lay Dying fan, right? Right. And, and you're pretty hardcore into the music. you got like their shirts. You've been to all, You've been all their shows. since since uh, the first album. 2003? I forgot what the name of that one was. It was like, Fail... 
Fuck. Frail. Life. Frail proof. I think something. Yeah, there's, the word "frail" is in there. Yeah, it's pretty metal. <laughs> yeah, so let's say like you're a huge fan of that band. You've been following them forever, and you know you went to their tours. Mm-hmm. You got their merch, and you, you know you you've met the band, and then you and then the news of this comes out, and then you're you're. You know, you're of course crushed. you're you're in denial at first, like <laughs> no, 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 it's it's all a lie. <laughs> she, she's lying. She didn't love him. She anyway. just wants money. <laughs> and and um, but the, eventually the acceptance comes in. Do you think there's any kind of shame involved in it? Well, yes. Just for listening to music, though. I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of like a unhealthy thing to. Well, I wasted five weeks of my life listening to As I Lay Dying. That's true, but you didn't like like them. But you didn't like their music, not because of. Uh, Tim Lambesis. Right. <laughs> but, so, in a similar vein, we can discuss my entire Scott Stepp Okay, there arc, you go. Yeah. Where, you know, I was super Creed fanboy yeah. in the late 90s. Well, and that, then that's by, a different story for another day, by the way. <laughs> and then, as and I defended him, and everybody was like, oh, he's a pompous asshole, whatever. Like, no, guys, he's not that Christian. Yeah. He's writing songs. He's... Just, He's he's writing what he believes in, man. He 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 rebelled against his Christian parents, and you know, like all this stuff. And then by the time he was like on celebrity poker, getting wasted and like cursing on camera, and puking and stuff, and like all that, that was when I finally had to just walk away. I felt shame, but luckily at that point, I think I had moved. Did you feel shame for liking their music? I felt shame for that memory in my brain of of defending him of when he was like six feet away from me and i was just like i love you yeah and and he did his little like thank you like, he <laughs> mouthed thank you to me and Aww. like that was like the you hi- came the highlight of my 19 year old life at that yeah, point because yeah. i was still a virgin <laughs> my life hadn't changed but by the time he started crapping out in 2003 ish yes yeah. my i was in a whole different phase of life and i was okay with letting him go okay by that point that's, so that's, I, a, that's an interesting mentality to have. Though. It was, it's an acceptance of just like, yeah, I guess everybody else was right. Yeah, and I was did pretty stupid need, at the time. And did you just really just need to see see the proof in your in front of you just to yeah, see it, I just did. to accept it? Okay. I, I had to. I had to just kind of let it all fall apart. It's, it's interesting, and it taught me never to love again. <laughs> that is true. Adam doesn't love me at all. But it's okay because I've had several other rock gods who haven't fallen into the same predicament that's true i mean they've I mean, all died of heroin overdoses but yeah that's true so you, they, they don't have a chance at this point you <laughs> yeah that was, I, that was cool and, and a little side note like when it comes to like you know idolizing people don't idolize people because they'll let you down be inspired well, that, by, that's the problem with be inspired by people definitely yeah but don't idolize them because regardless of who they are i think they're gonna let you down in some way but that's a lesson you don't learn until you're later in life until someone has disappointed you right yeah (laughs) so you have to kind of learn the hard way so sometimes you do yeah it's just a good way to learn like oh just because that dude i thought was like the king of the world yeah he's still just as frail and came in in 2006 and revived the scene exactly and possibly crazy therefore i should just be really careful yeah really cautious but i think it's okay another point i wanted to make i think it's okay in my opinion to still listen to their music if you can separate the art from the personal life of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like Tim Lambesis ever sang a song about like, yeah, I hope an assassin kills my wife. Well, really, we don't know if he's <laughs> saying that or not. That's true. I mean, you don't know <laughs> he anything. He may have been that... <laughs> subtly putting that, that sentence 
one word was in each album. True. <laughs> if you extrapolate, it could I be. I want to kill wife. <laughs> oh my so god! All the signs said, were all, there. Yeah. All the signs, especially in the fifth album, every yeah. song was was wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's use a different example. It's not like it's not like Ian Watkins sang songs about molesting and raping children that we know. That of. I don't know of. <laughs> His his lyrics were more legible. Yes, true. Right. Okay. Yeah, but it is, so I don't think it's so. I, I think it's okay, especially if you're a fan of this of their of, of you know a, a band's music or a, a movie or something or an artist or whatever. I I, I think it's, you shouldn't feel shame because of it, unless some for some reason that their personal life is embedded into their art. That makes sense. Like I said, it's not like Ian Watkins mm. ever sang songs about raping babies. It's not like. Tim Lambesis ever screamed a metal song about having an assassin kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so on and so forth. As you know, far as we know, yes. And you know, and, and so is there an of, example of somebody who, who you were... A good of? example, I guess, would be like Michael Jackson. Ah. You know, you know every, I, mean, the, the, I mean, that's a world-famous case that, that went on in the, in the 90s and still like haunted his legacy till, until the day he died. That's true. And, but know, Smooth it, Criminal is a pretty damn good song. Damn good song. Every other song by him, I can't stand. <laughs> but that song was pretty cool. I've never been like a huge Michael Jackson fan. And, and since that's the record state, I never thought he was like a child molester. I thought he was a very strange man who had probably boundary issues. But like, you know, I, and you, you kind of saw himself as a little ch- ch- child and thought yes. maybe it was okay to, oh, I, I can sleep in the same bed as my li- as my friends, right? Right. They're my friends and they're 12. Yeah. So like I don't I said, think I he think ever he had, I think inappropriately... Had, jerk them off or anything right i don't think so either <laughs> i think that was you know this i think that was just you know someone trying to extort him but anyway yeah so i mean i've never been a huge michael jackson fan but like i always felt bad for everything mm-hmm. that, he, that he went through and I, and listening to his music still like I, it's easy for me i guess i mean I, maybe i just think a little bit differently to separate that kind of stuff from their art yes that is probably true to yeah. an extent so, so, I mean, you kind of grown out of that stuff, right? So I think it's easy for you as well, right? I think so. Yeah, um, I'll probably never go back and listen to another "As I Lay Dying" record. That's but that's but that's because you don't like that kind of. That's music. true. Yeah, <laughs> if it was like if it, it came out that, to do with their that Dustin Kinsrew was like raping children at his church or something, yeah, I probably would still <laughs> listen to Thrice every so often and be like, "That's some good shit." <laughs> yeah, that's some good fucking music. <laughs> Wait a minute, was that lyric about raping children? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> like this song means so much more now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, too, if you, Can if you, you see if you the choose... sky turn red, <laughs> oh, sky meaning boys assholes. <laughs> <laughs> if, oh, if should you choose to like listen to the music of like someone who's been in trouble or someone who's said inappropriate things or like gone to jail or something, I, I think you just have to accept that the art is the art and it's completely separate of it. You shouldn't feel the same. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that you want your wife killed. Right. Maybe it doesn't mean your wife wants your wife killed, but you know that's your own fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, not, it's not the music's problem. <laughs> <laughs> the music did not inspire me. Hopefully, you say, "Kill your wife, kill your wife." Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not listening to Marilyn Manson yet. Right. right. <laughs> did you have any last thoughts on this before we move? Um, on? I'm trying to think if there's any other artists that like kind of fell into this of people that I've I like because I defended a lot of really crappy artists, she and to an extent, I still feel like I do. Yeah. At times. <laughs> well, there's not only just artists. I mean, there's also like movie stars, like uh, fucking Ro- Robert Blake. Well, he's a he's a director, well, isn't he? He was a TV star. Oh, that's right, Robert. Long Blake, before yeah. our time. That's true. I never watched any 
thing he was in. Beretta. Yeah, but there's all there's <laughs> you, you hear the stories about like all these Hollywood people like getting in fucking trouble all the time. Like Lindsay Lohan, well, she's a shitty actress anyway. No, but I so, want to bang her so badly. She is very beautiful. Very, very. Have you seen Paris the movie? Wilson. You should probably see that movie that she was in with James Dean, the porn star. I probably should. She's nude in it a lot. Ooh. So I you'll, you'll enjoy this. She, when I was doing some, some celebrity internet research <laughs> um, that, that came up, and I was just like, that's just a real movie. Why would I want to watch that? Yeah, but apparently there's a lot of nudity in it. Okay. Well, we know what James Dean's penis looks like. James Dean is a very good-looking man. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. That's like a dick. Um, but yeah, I don't know who else uh, that I kind of like. Off the top of my head, I mean, I can't think of anything. But like, the, I remember know, initially defending O.J. Simpson. Yeah, I was back about in '94, I was like, yeah. "But he was so funny in the Naked Gun movies, <laughs> which was the only thing I knew him and from." And he played football. Good. I had no idea about his football legacy oh, really? prior to any of that, because um, yeah. he had retired long. Since. I, I knew he was a commentator. Yeah. For football, but I never knew he was like a really good football player. I remember that Saturday Night Live skit where uh, <laughs> Tim Meadows was Tim Meadows was playing yeah. him, and he was drawn on the field doing the play-by-play, and it spelled out "I did it." I did it exactly. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, guys. Into our sound off this week. Starting off a little bit early. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go over briefly because Adam's got a whole show to talk about. <laughs> no, I don't. I have very little to say about these albums. All right, awesome. Well, uh, last week uh, my my sound off was about uh, PlayStation Now and how excited I was about uh, the streaming service that they were uh, that they were bringing to the table. And 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 I made a comment last week that. Uh, uh, I was upset that both the PS4 and the Xbox One were not backwards compatible with their previous games, right? Correct. So, uh, so I said that, and actually one of our listeners, uh, a Reddit user by the name of Flame Kebab, actually listened to our show, and uh, it's a fucking awesome name. I know. <laughs> Why did I think about that? I love that. <laughs> he listened to our show, and he actually uh, commented on Reddit, on the, on the forum that I posted the, the podcast on, and, uh, he, and, he, and he actually cleared some stuff, about, stuff up with me. Over why exactly companies chose not to uh, make their this systems. Is, this is all compatible. my reason why I think Mike's sound off should be the entire podcast. Right. We get the most comments. <laughs> Remember, one hundred percent of our audience <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> Hate everything about. It. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so Flame Club kind of. Uh, um, Cleared things up and said, you know, the two machines use completely different hardware. You know, when confer- when uh, referring to uh, you know PS4 and PS3, and you know, I kind of you know I was talking to him back because I just wanted to clear stuff up. Like, well, you know, both the PS4 and the PS3 use Blu Blu-ray drive for their games. So, I mean, you would think that it it's not within you know reasonability to make them backwards compatible. Then he went on, and, you know, because he's a lot more, I guess he's a lot more well versed in this than I am, but. Uh, you know, it's not—it's not just the drive. It's also, you know, the the the, the processing powers and the the graphics card, etc. You would actually have to manufacture all the stuff that you would use to play PlayStation 3 games and, and cram that in the PlayStation 4 hardware in order to make that also backwards compatible with that. So, anyway, long story. No. Adam's do- <laughs> Adam's dozing off right now. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we had a pretty good conversation about it, and then we also talked about like what kind of stuff that we would. You know, make backwards compatible and like, you know, stuff like that. So we had a pretty good conversation. So Sweet. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to use my sound off to thank Flame Kebab for listening and for clearing that stuff and commenting below. And you too, listener, <laughs> can also comment below if you right. 
have anything to say. <laughs> so as long as we keep on talking about video games, yes, we will double our audience every week. <laughs> You're going to make your goal of 65 listeners in no time, Adam. Maybe this was one of our new likes. Since Absolutely. Could Muhammad, be. I, I forgot the last name of Muhammad. Yes. But that's a new listener. Kebab. Kebab yeah. now. There Appreciate you go. kebab. We'll just, <laughs> yeah. Well, if kebab has anything to add every week, we'll throw it in. We'll throw it in, we will, man. We will say I will, everything. I will sacrifice my sound off unless you have something to say on Adam's. And eventually, off. you could you could become the next co-host. Oh, of the skinny with Mike and kebab. Mike. And kebab. <laughs> <laughs> I could have my own video game podcast with Mike and kebab. You probably should <laughs> because I'm holding you back. Yes. <laughs> All right, Adam. So uh, I guess you don't have much to say about four albums. Are I have be pretty much the same exact thing to say about these albums as I did last week. Okay, interesting. So except for the story so far. Okay, so let's go ahead and start with something that I know you're, you 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 didn't enjoy because I didn't enjoy this either because <laughs> I listened to the same thing. Let's talk about Fallacy by Attila. Um, did it's, you listen to it? I did. What the fuck is up with that album? <laughs> that is fucking garbage. <laughs> I loved that they threw in a, a line from Anchorman. Yes. <laughs> like, you are a dirty hooker, and I'm yes. slap you in public. <laughs> that song... That was the best thing about the album. The The name of that song is called Amelia Bedelia is a Whore. What's the Amelia Bedelia Amelia reference? Bedelia is a, is, is a children's book that I read to Zoe, and she has like three or four of those. Oh God. So fuck you, Attila. She is not a whore. She likes apple pies, okay? <laughs> And they're good books. Oh my god! So yeah, I I didn't know that there was a subgenre of metal core. If that's what we it's called, call this. party core. Party core, where they threw in pig squealing. Yes. Did you know that that was? I, I was the whole time I listened to. It, I was like, is this the guitar making this noise, or is this the singer making? <laughs> oh this my noise? god! It's just oh, it's so bad. So again, I didn't even give this a, a full week. Good. I stopped listening to it on. Thursday. <laughs> You've got two more albums to go, right? Three. Three. Oh my god. <laughs> but the the fourth and fifth album charted really well. I feel there's going to be interesting. Something... And I have it I've yet to listen to those. Okay. I'm going to follow you. Don't yeah, don't don't spoil it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm Like just the not next one, forward. I forgot what it's called, but it's only 29 minutes long. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. So this might be the same <laughs> as like when Bring Me the Horizon was really fucking bad. I, yeah. So we're kind of holding off on that crossing but, our fingers. But the only thing about Fallacy is that there's actually two songs that have melody in them. True. Part of it. Kind of. And the melody part was listenable. It yeah, wasn't but like it was good. But are you going to listen to like, like 20 seconds of an album and say it's good? <laughs> so I was excited to find out that the next album was only 29 minutes. So like, okay. Thank you. So speaking of 29 minutes, the story so far. Oh, okay. Story coming so off far. Their, the, the last album that was very good in my opinion. This was their 2013 release now, and then we're talking about uh, What You Don't See. What You Don't See, which I have a feeling, I don't know. I have a lot to say about this album because it's not nearly as good. Oh, as interesting. The first album. Where do you think you would have ranked this? In this would have been towards the disappointment. Disappointment. Section. Okay. Especially if I had been like super into the first album, yeah. like I was after one week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this one is like kind of a carbon copy, just less hooky okay. than the first album. It's really short. It's seriously only twenty nine minutes long. The first album came out in two thousand eleven, right? I think so. Okay, I'd have to look that up. After so, their mountains and mountains of EPs that they've written? Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, if the first album came out maybe in 2012, and then they had rushed this one, it would make sense. Because okay. it really sounds like... It sounds exactly the same, but just without the hookiness. They try the hookiness, but it just never really seems to work. So, you know, it's it's 
kind of the same thing. Interesting. Yeah, this album did really well with critics. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know what I'm hearing. I've I've (laughs) seen I've seen what you don't see by uh, the story so far on like a lot of best ofs of the year. Wow. For a lot of like websites, like reputable websites that I that I that I visit. It's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I gave it a three out of eleven. Oh, so I'm definitely not Adam. Um, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you still interested in this band? Oh, if I can see them live, that'd be cool. Okay. Maybe they'll grow on me more after several more weeks. But after one week of listening consistently, it's just like the album flies by, and it's all kind of the same level of intensity. Yeah. And no, 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 no peaks and valleys. Right. Though. It's it's almost like it's. One song, one song for yeah. twenty nine minutes that just kind of like so it's an fades out and comes back in. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know, maybe I missed something badly okay. on it, but yeah, three out of eleven. All right. Well, at least you don't have to spend your money on them. <laughs> right. All right. So the next album on your list is the you Flood did. by uh, Disturbed, or I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, not Disturbed, uh, Godsmack. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, of Mice and Men. This is definitely not Godsmack or Disturbed by any means. Musically, they are. <laughs> They, they 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 said during their uh during their you know, developmental diaries that they uh-huh. did during for this album that they they, they took inspiration from a new metal from the early oh. aughts. Well, no, this was just a carbon copy from the first album. Oh, would you really? <laughs> you really thought so? I, I I enjoyed more of this album than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my opinion, it was the same thing. It definitely just, sounds like to me, and this is my opinion. That the like Austin Carlyle joining Disturbed. I haven't listened to enough Disturbed. Okay, well, it <laughs> to, sounds like this to give you. A <laughs> yeah, and like the 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 melody stuff is still pretty hooky. Yes, I I, I enjoyed the hookiness more this time than on the self titled album mm-hmm. last time. But yeah, I don't understand what YDG is supposed to be. You dig? Is that what it is? Yeah. That's stupid. Because <laughs> um, they have a song on this album called, called "Still You Diggin." Still You Diggin. So that's cool. <laughs> and a song called OG Loco. <laughs> yeah, that song is okay. I really um, like that song, Purified. Yes, that that's one really I enjoyed song, quite yeah. a bit. And I gave it a 5 out of oh, 12. Much better than many. last week's, at least. Last one was like a 3 out of Something like 12. That. So still really short, which I enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not wanting to listen to albums that are anywhere close to an hour anymore. Well, are you looking forward <laughs> to uh, their new release? I'm pretty sure it's coming out this this coming week. So what I read was that they're mixing, like when they've been interviewed about this, they said the style of the new album is a mixture of Mishuga, you know that band. Oh my, oh my God, no. And, and Nickelback. What? That's what it says on their Wikipedia page. What? The cut and paste. So. That is what? Because part of me is just like, okay, the the melodies are getting better. Maybe the Mishuga third album. and Nickelback. <laughs> I didn't even know that technology existed, and uh, <laughs> and Love Mice and Men have mastered it. Oh that's my what God. they said. So I'm looking forward to what sort of train wreck that might be. Really, wow! First big disappointment of 2014. Let's 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 do it. Oh, oh men. Okay. Okay. Oh. All right. It's no. It's O M and M. O M and M. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, man. So, so, you got, you, uh, so I'm guessing your insider knowledge hasn't retrieved this album yet. I haven't gotten my review copy yet because no. it comes out. I think this next week, Thursday. Yeah, this coming the, week. Yeah, it comes out on the twenty second, twenty first. I saw twenty fourth, but uh, 20, eh, what? Yeah, so it'll be out soon. 
Okay. Okay. So maybe you'll be hearing you'll be hearing from this from both Mike and Adam whenever it comes so, out. So again, I'm not like super excited about what I'm entering into this year. So, <laughs> um, so next week we'll I don't know what I'll I'll bring to you. I, More Attila. I, some some Attila. Um, some Let Live, probably some issues, maybe. Oh yeah, the, the new disco. I have that album still. The new issues is coming out uh, like a second week of February, so that's oh, coming up pretty soon. Maybe I should get on it. It's only like six tracks. Yeah, it's just an EP. It's a really okay. short EP. So um, I know the Panic at the Disco album is pretty short. Yeah, Attila's it's really short. short. Um, what was the other one I just mentioned? Let, Let Live. Are they kind of long? Kind of that's average. Their first. I've heard good things. So. Yeah, but. Now I'm skeptical. <laughs> yeah, even Paul McCartney likes "Let Live" for some reason. I read that because he wrote the song "Live and Let Die Live." Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so we'll just kind of see what happens. All right, man. But you got one more album that you wanted to read. Oh yeah, the archives of of my iPod. This was the ones that were lost in your archive diaries. I listened to this album back in 2010 when Mike. Hooked me up with it. Yes, this was the sla- the very first Slash solo album mm-hmm. from 2010, which is just a hodgepodge of a bunch of him playing music and a band, and then different lead singers. So Slash and Friends. Slash and Friends. I thought that would be a better name for it, but it's just <laughs> it's just called Slash by Slash, featuring Slash different lead singers. So, did you happen to know of any of the singers that would were on this album? I remember you told me, and then I, was, I, and then I, I, I thought that was really interesting. So that first we have them. Ian Astrobury from The Cold. Yes. And that song is also featuring Izzy Stradlin, who was the original rhythm guitarist for Guns N' Roses oh, interesting. back in the Appetite for Destruction days. So that song's all right. And then we got Crucify the Dead featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, which interesting. Is interesting. Ozzy Osbourne still knows how to sing, huh? In 2010, he did. He, <laughs> he didn't sound that bad on this song. So interesting. That's all right. Um, the next song was featuring... Fergie. Fergie. And it's a You mean the girl who pisses her pants? Yes. Cool. And it pretty much sounds like a hailstorm song, in my opinion. <laughs> but not a black eyed peas song. <laughs> okay. So Does she do well on a rock because I mean she doesn't I don't I don't know how it's not a good song. Rock it, music. By any means it's not a good song. And then we got Miles Kennedy from yeah, Alter Bridge. Of course. And the voice of Mark Wahlberg in Rockstar. <laughs> and <laughs> the lead singer on Slash's next album. Yeah. called Apocalyptic Love, okay. where he just stuck with one singer the whole time. Okay, probably for the best. Um, next, I was totally not remembering that Chris Cornell was on oh. this, Yeah, which is, this is the only song that I enjoyed on this album. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, me and Chris Cornell haven't gotten along since 2003. Uh, that's true. There's been, yes. a, okay, a fair share of good songs here and there with yeah. the solo stuff and a couple of Audio Slave songs. But this was a good song. Yeah. So I was really surprised. So it's called Promise. I highly recommend it. Um, then we have a song from Andrew Stockdale of Wolf Mother. I, yeah, I don't know who that is. This was like the single from the album that apparently did pretty well, I guess. So that was not an incredible song, but whatever. <laughs> um, next was the five-minute ballad Ooh, featuring fun. Laura's favorite singer, Uh-oh. Adam Levine. Oh, I <laughs> her. <laughs> I hope she loves me. <laughs> so that yeah, was yeah. pretty terrible song. The next song is with Motorhead frontman, Lenny oh. Kilmeister. Wow. He got a blowjob on stage once. Cool. Well, <laughs> he's pretty old, and it's a pretty terrible song. So whatever. It's just all a song about, like, I'm not going to change my life for anybody, and I'm just yeah. going to keep on doing what I do because I'm cool. <laughs> the next uh, song was a instrumental 
featuring Dave Grohl on drums Ooh. and Duff McKagan, who is the original bass player of Guns N' Roses. Right. So that was a pretty cool song, probably just because it was instrumental. And it's just called Watch This. It makes and, a lot of sense for them. And that's what it says at the very beginning. You just hear somebody yell out, Watch This, Dave! And then it goes into this heavy, <laughs> awesome instrumental riff. That's cool. Next is a awesome, in quotes, from our Detroit man, Kid Rock. Ooh! Which sounds like a terrible, terrible song. He has his own beer. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is going into the, um, I guess, the hardcore genre. Nothing to say featuring M. Night Shyamalan Shadows of... Oh, M. Shadows. <laughs> of Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, God, I hate that. Oh, so it's like Slash so bad. pretending to be an Avenged Sevenfold yeah. in that song. I well, that makes make sense. Eh. I mean, they're, they're kind of similar musical stylings. Eh. Eh. <laughs> no. <laughs> the next one is a song, another song with Miles Kennedy. And not a good song. I don't yeah. like his voice by any means. The next one is a song... With Rocco DeLuca, who I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I have no idea. It's kind of it's a ballady song, but it's much better than the Adam Levine song. <laughs> and then it ends up with a terrible, terrible song <laughs> featuring Iggy Pop. Ah, oh, come on, Iggy Pop! With you terrible gotta... lyrics, which reminded me that yeah, Slash didn't write any of these lyrics. Thank <laughs> God, because the the chorus is "We're all gonna die, so let's get high." That's definitely Iggy Pop. Pee on the ground that. and jump around. Yeah, Iggy Pop definitely wrote that. That's that's the chorus. Yeah, and then the outro chorus. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pee on the ground, and then what am I? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around. <laughs> oh, you get it because ground and around rhymes. I get it. I get jokes. Terrible. <laughs> sounds al- terrible sounds album. <laughs> Musically, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, Slash. You can't go wrong with his guitar work. He's right, a legendary I, guitar player. But I've heard, like, Slash's Snake Pit stuff, which I really enjoyed back in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> because that was just one band. So I'm, I, I want to listen to his next album that came out in 2012 where he just had the same band. Yeah. And Miles Kennedy was the singer. And I just I can't bring myself to do it because I hate Miles Kennedy so much. <laughs> yeah. So. so you don't you don't have to. I mean, I, I yeah. know you, I know you have you have that OCD thing where you have to consume. If you if you get one album, you got to get all of them. I know, so. but I'm okay with just letting that one go until <laughs> okay. Slash makes another band with a bunch of unknowns. I yeah. guess, <laughs> like he did with the second Slash of Snake Pit album. Yeah, yeah. The first Slash of Snake Pit album is not so good. Eh. I don't recommend that one. But eh, I mean, as as he's a good guitar player, I don't know if he's really good at composing music. I don't know him personally, of course. So I wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> he's Conan's favorite. Absolutely. And he uses his graphic every time he talks about websites. All right, guys. I decided I'm probably not going to listen to Leonard Cohen anytime soon. The first disc on that is 18 tracks. Wow. I have no desire to listen to an album with 18 tracks on it anymore. Not even Paramore? (laughs) That was 17 tracks. So just just (laughs) under. Yeah, 17 and So 17 is your your, your limit. All right, right, guys. And with that said, that'll do it for episode 78 for the skinny for this week. If you have any questions, comments... Our show topics, please let us know in the comments below. Thank you again to uh, Reddit user Flame Kebab for uh, for clearing that stuff up, and yeah, thanks for the thanks for the nice conversation Just we keep had. Keep on, on schooling Mike. Yeah, Mike needs help. Mike Mike needs to get put in his place once in a while. <laughs> yeah, and our, he thinks our, he's so smart. All our the time. other listeners don't won't do it, so it might as well be Flame Kebab, right? <laughs>
Exactly. And uh, don't exactly. forget to uh, rate, comment, subscribe to us on iTunes, of course, and uh, you know share share our show around because I, I think our audience grew kind of last week, and let's let's keep it I going, know. guys. Let's keep the momentum going. We'll, we we'll get our audience. We'll get you eventually, Devil's Advocates. Right. Our our, <laughs> our on your ul- tails. Our <laughs> ultimate <laughs> rivals. <laughs> I'm we so glad that Joe we, Rogan took your joke. We need to start plagiarizing. We should. Yes. Um, he was That's fucking hard. my mouth, <laughs> and it was hitting my gag reflex. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kara so much. Yeah, I think right, she's guys. awesome. <laughs> See you guys next week.